Hey there, this is Larry, and I'm here with Armin. You're about to listen to a great episode. But before you do, we want to let you know that we're now podcasting over at the Bold Idea Podcast. That's right, and we're not adding any new episodes to Reinventure Me, but we think you're really going to like what we're doing on the Bold Idea Podcast. We're interviewing some great guests and packing ideas and inspiration to help you put your faith to work to bring your idea to life. So when you're done with this episode, go check it out at boldideapodcast.com. Episode 108 of the Reinventure Me Podcast. So you've had a bad day. Well, yuck. Hate those. We're going to talk about keeping a bad day from getting worse in this episode of Reinventure Me. Find your next great beginning. Welcome to the Reinventure Me Podcast with your hosts, Larry Gates and Armin Asadi. Hello and welcome to episode 108, 108 of the Reinventure Me podcast. This is your co-host, Larry Gates, and I'm in the studio here with... Armin Asadi. Armin the Dream Arsadi. Arsadi. <laughs> Arsadi. <laughs> it's a new last name I've just created. It's the Irish... Uh, Scottish Arsadi. It's the pirate last name. Arsadi. Yeah. Your family descended from some pirates. Naturally, Persia to being pirates. Oh, Persian pirates. (laughs) It is. All right. This is such a strange beginning. <laughs> Welcome to our show. <laughs> hey, this is the podcast for what's next in life. And Armin and I, uh, we really want to help you explore new ways to reinvent your life, your opportunities and adventures. You are made to pursue because this is the Reinventure Me podcast. We're at episode 108, which Armin means. All you have to do is go to reinventure.me backslash 108. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that will get you to our show notes where you'll find all kinds of goodness. Some of the stuff that we talk about. And also some links to anything that might be of importance and a great place just to drop by and say hi and leave a comment on our blog. So we love that. Yeah, that's right. Helps us interact. It does. Go figure. Interactions. What a great thing. <laughs> it does. <laughs> We're starting as a show. It's called uh, So You've Had a Bad Day. <laughs> we probably need a little inspiration yeah, uh, for this episode, right? Yep. So this is Soren Kierkegaard. And he says, life is not a problem to be solved, but a reality to be experienced. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And you know, this episode came about because I had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> I had a bad day. Yeah. Right? You, you just made me listen to that, so that's something stuck in my head. I don't even know the lyrics. All I know is, you had a bad day. <laughs> yeah. So you had a bad day. <laughs> uh, and we're going to save our listeners from singing that. Otherwise, they will have had a bad day by listening to this episode. Now it's stuck in their head. You're welcome. Yeah, but you know, I like this I like this quote, though, Armin, because we can often think about the problems or challenges we have as something that we have to overcome. Yeah. And especially when we have a bad day, it's like we just want to get on with it. Let's get it over with. Let's, you know, move on to a better day tomorrow. Right. Mm-hmm. And just like as opposed to and what he's saying is it's not a problem to be solved, but a reality to be experienced. And I think that's what we want to talk about today is everybody's going to have a bad day. I had one recently. And, and today, in fact, I. I wasn't at my peak today. I was feeling a little, little down. I wouldn't say it's one of the most calamitous bad days sure. that, that we can have, you know, but I wasn't feeling at my usual peak, ready to go, energetic, feeling alive, go conquer the world 
I was feeling a little bit down today. Yeah. And we're all going to have those, right? Absolutely. You can't avoid it. I mean, it's a part of life. Can't avoid it. And so what we want to do, though, is talk about how to keep a bad day from getting worse. And that's the point of this episode, because as we are made to pursue something, the one thing that can get in the way of our pursuits most often is what? A bad day. A bad, well, bad day. <laughs> <laughs> kind, of like, kind of like going to church and every right answer has to be Jesus. <laughs> no, no, I was actually saying, I was actually, the answer I was looking for there, I mean, was ourselves. All right. <laughs> I thought you were setting up the obvious there. <laughs> a few years ago, I read an article as I was writing a chapter for a book. I, was, I read an article about this woman here in Minneapolis, I mean, who... You know, she had one of those kind of bad days. And, and I, when I say bad day, it was kind of a stretch of time. It was more than just a bad day. Sure, yeah. She had been fired from her job. She lost her job. Yuck. And then two days later, she discovers or learns that she has cancer. Oh, my gosh. And has no insurance to pay for the treatments, but somehow managed to get into some care. So she was getting some medication. And, and, wow. and shortly thereafter, a thief came in, broke into her home, stole no. all of her jewelry, among other things, and even took her cancer medication. You know, no. stole that. So it's kind of like, what else can go wrong, right? These, these situations can come where it often feels like when something bad happens, it comes in waves, right? When it rains, it pours. It, it, it feels that way. Yeah. And I remember the day that I learned that my mom had cancer. Mm. That was not a good day. That was, that was a bad day. Coincidentally, on that day that I learned that my mom had cancer, which was bad enough, our refrigerator broke down, which is you know like not just a minor inconvenience. We lost all the food, and we had to go figure out what we we're going to do for a few days until we get that figured out. And we were going out to have dinner with some friends. You know, this is one of those things where you want to just take some refuge in some good conversation with some yeah. friends and maybe have a good time, you know, sure. blow off a little bit of the bad day and yeah. let, let it go. And I back our my car into a pole in the parking garage. And I mean, when I'm talking about backing no. it into, it wasn't like a little bit of damage. It was almost like you're probably like your car looked like after your T-bone. It's amazing <laughs> how, how much damage. Back up? Well, you know, it, it, I was actually backing out and, and the pole was in my blind spot and I turned, as I was turning the car, I turned right into this oh, big concrete pole. Okay. Right on the side. Yeah. So oh. it did a lot of damage. And I'm sitting, you know, you just sit there and you go, oh, what else can happen? And you don't even want to ask the question. You know? Yeah, I know. You're sending yourself, well, there's this and this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Somebody could just mug you and it's, shoot you. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> it's possible a lot worse could go on, you know. But anyway, that was one of those deals where that was a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> That's not... It's so funny because the reason I think this this topic is so timely, especially for my friends... The two guys that are in my accountability group, uh, all three of us, we just had this day where we just think, all right, either we're about to die tomorrow and be taken up to heaven <laughs> or like all hell has come against us because something amazing is about to happen and we're about to do something that's going to change the world forever. Right? I, I, we have no idea. It was just one of those days, but it was happening to all three of us. It was bad enough where we just came together just to kind of have a moan and groan fest. But it's so funny how bad day affects your mindset about every single aspect of life. You start to see things through the grid, right? You you are imagining all this stuff that's happening, and you become almost very 
self-centric, like it's all about you and Mm -hmm. it's all happening to you. There's a movie called After Hours. It was actually a Martin Scorsese film way back in 1985. I mean, that's way back. You have to pull through the Netflix archives to see this. But you know, there's a whole genre of films that are dedicated to bad days and they're called, you know, dark comedies, right? Right. And this movie After Hours has this guy who... You know, he's pretty bored in his day job, but ends up at night going through a whole set of circumstances, ends up dating this gal who he met, and she ends up committing suicide. Oh, geez. <laughs> during during the date. And during the date. During the date. <laughs> what? And oh yeah, all kinds of things are happening. And he's kind of walking out in this dark alley. There's this one scene where he's out in this dark alley and he's up on a fire escape ladder because there's a vigilante crowd that is looking for some people who've been stealing TVs in the neighborhood. And they think that he's part of the thing. So he's trying trying to run from these people. But it's just a funny line because he looks across the street and he's watching this husband and wife argue in their living room that he can see through their window. And he pulls this husband pulls out a gun and shoots his wife <laughs> and, oh my and the guy just says, I'm not responsible for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things where you just feel like everything becomes about you. And that's right. kind of the pinnacle line of that, that, that movie. I don't know why I thought about that, but you know, we do have this whole sensation when things go bad, that things are just going to keep going bad. You right. know? Our friend Lily Tomlin <laughs> She said, things are going to get a lot worse before they get worse. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Lily. Super helpful. (laughs) It's just that perspective. You know, you almost get slap happy with things that can go bad and they can go bad in epic ways. Right. Well, there was the epic story out of the Bible you're telling me about. Oh, yeah. Well, I think you know this. Have biblical proportions. I don't think anybody can really top what happened to Job, right? And or want to, or or want to. I mean, <laughs> let, let, let's look at it kind of from a modern lens, right? Here's a guy who is the most successful and most righteous man of his day, and his competitors came away and basically carried off all his means of production. I mean, they basically got rid of his oxen and donkeys. They killed his hired hands. So everything that he could do for business and commerce wiped out with some some thieves that came in and did that. And then before he could even respond to that news, right? A fire falls from the sky and kills his inventory. That's great. <laughs> the sheep and all the people who were attending them, you know, right. basically. So all the means of production, right. all of his current inventory wiped out. Right. And then, there's thieves that come and steal his means of transport. So all of his camels are taken. So now he's lost his business. He's lost his inventory and he's lost his uh, logistical chain, right? It's all there. And then another calamity, there's a mighty wind that destroys his elder son's home, crushing all of his children. And so in one day, Job has lost his business and his family. And that's only one day. That's insane. And so the next day he wakes up to find himself afflicted with some skin sores that cover his entire body. Jeez. Most likely he had elephantitis, I mean, or, or black leprosy. They're not exactly sure. But the symptoms of which include the inflammation of the skin, itching, flaking, discoloration, intense pain. And the Bible even talks about Job suffering from tormenting nightmares pain that doesn't end and maggots that infest his ulcerated skin. The best he could do is just scrape it with pottery. Now that is a bad day. And if you ever have a bad day, he's a, 
he's the poster child of bad days. Yeah. You can get some encouragement. At least it could get worse. He, I, I don't know if it can get worse than that. <laughs> no, I'm saying <laughs> hey, for your day, uh, yeah. it can't get much worse than that. Exactly right. Oh, that's so gross. Uh, the whole maggots thing. I, I didn't know, even right? know that part. I didn't. Yeah. I actually didn't want to know that. <laughs> I would like to delete that from my memory. Well, so you think you've had a bad day, right? I mean, ask yourself, well, you know, I'm not not facing that kind of calamity and there are some things to be thankful for but it doesn't change the fact that when you have a bad day no matter how much worse somebody else's day is it doesn't make your day any better it doesn't make it any different and and in the sense that sometimes it's comforting to know that you know there are people that are suffering worse than you are you can always find that but the fact of the matter is that you you are having a bad day and yeah. the issue isn't about having a bad day because everybody's going to have one sure the, the really the question is not also to make it eradicate and go away because as if you're never deserving of not having a bad day the issue as Soren Kierkegaard points out is how do we live through it how do we experience it how do we see it as a reality that we can get something from right it's embracing it as an experience rather than looking at it as if it, there's something wrong with you that it's almost you take on this mentality that says the world revolves around you, but it's not the world. It's really all things negative revolve around you. It's a terrible mindset, basically thinking that anything that can go wrong will go wrong, but only for you. Yeah, or the opposite, that you deserve to have every day be a good day. That there's, yeah. that there's something the so magnanimous about you right. that you're entitled to have a perfect day every right. day. Yeah, I woke up and prayed today. Come on. Yeah. Why don't I get a good day? Well, look at what happened <laughs> to the most successful and righteous man, right? Job, he did nothing wrong to deserve it, and yet he had probably the worst day that anybody could ever have. Right. So, you know, one of the challenges, and we po- talked about this, you know, way back 105 episodes ago, back in episode three, I mean, because we talked about this when we were, we were doing the episode on how to detoxify from a former boss. Remember we talked about the question you don't want to ask when you get laid off or you're fired or whatever, and you're trying to detoxify from that situation is why this happened to me. Right. It's not a very effective question to say, why is this happening to me? Because what you're trying to do, usually it's not inquisitive. Usually it's inflammatory or accusative, right? Right. And it doesn't really solve anything, right? Yeah. And, And that's one of the challenges we have because we often, as I said, come at this with this notion of, I deserve yeah. A break today. I deserve to have a good day. I deserve everything that is good. And the fact of the matter is we're going to both have times of good and times of pain in our yeah. lives. And it's learning to embrace the challenges and the days that go bad sure. and learning from it that we actually grow as people. What happens when we have a bad day? How do we directly deal with that? Because I think that that's the question that needs to be processed because we understand that everyone's going to have a bad day, but how do you deal with it? How do you, how do you face that bad day so that it doesn't become as bad as it could be? Or worse, yeah. Or worse, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'm generally a pretty optimistic and pretty up person. When I have a bad day, though, it's not a pretty sight <laughs> because sure, yeah. I'm not used to it. You know, I haven't, I haven't had like a lot of string of bad days or wake up where I've I felt depressed for long periods of time. And I know that there are people that really deal with, with that over a chronic period of time. And for many people, it might be a symptom of something even worse than just the normal ups and downs of life. It could be a chemical imbalance or other deep-seated issue that they need to get some professional help with. But when 
it's a situation that just occurs where there's something that didn't quite go the way that I wanted it to, and it's it's looking like it it's going to be a bad day. I think the first thing I need to do is to express it, because if I don't, if I don't express what's going on, if I don't acknowledge it, what ends up happening is it comes out sideways and it affects my behavior, and then it's it's like it just spills off into everything else. I can get a little bit dour. I can be a little bit short. I can maybe go a little bit introspective. I can feel defeated. I cannot want to be doing what is my best. And so to the degree that I, first of all, learn how to express it. I had a situation recently where I was going to give a presentation and I was expecting to be able to speak for about 45 minutes on my topic. And as it turns out, I had to cut the presentation short and yield By to how much? well a 20-minute presentation rather than a 45-minute presentation. So oh my god, I actually that's more than half. Right, I actually thought it was going to be in two parts. I thought we were taking a break in order to receive some input from a politician on a particular matter, and then that kind of degenerated into what's happening in our whole political culture. By the time it got back to me being able to speak again, it was an hour later, and the time had already gone. And so I was like, wow, that. That did not turn out at all how I had expected. Yeah. And I kind of left a little bit. Well, I mean, I was appreciative of the opportunity, but I was also a little bit agitated because it didn't work out the way I'd expected. Yeah. So I I realized the first thing I needed to do was just process that, you know, and I needed to talk it out with somebody. So I called somebody that I could trust and just kind of, you know, work it out. And I realized, you know, there's a different way to reframe that. And I needed to think about that as in terms of what my expectations were. And and we're going to talk about all that. But the first thing that I needed to do was just understand how, what was going on. And and I actually spent some time journaling about it. And I also talked about it with a friend. You you like to talk about extroverting things out. That's how you get it out of your head. That's the only way I know how to process. Yeah. So I did some of that extroverting with somebody. And then I also journaled about it. But the key thing for me was to understand what was my blocked goal? What was the thing that I couldn't control? Yeah. And, And I realized I had an expectation, but I couldn't control that I would be able to fulfill that expectation in terms of having the full time that I was promised to be able to speak. And so by being cut short like that, I realized, well, then what I can control is how I reflect the expectations going forward back to the organizing host when that sort of thing should come again. I realized, you know, there's some things you just can't control. So you just let it go. That's what's going to happen. Right. I think one of the things about expressing yourself that's so crucial is, so even me and my my guys that hold me accountable, I hold them accountable. One of the things that we set up for ourselves is almost like a boundary is when you're having a bad day or crap day or whatever you want to call it, that we say, hey. You say craft day? Crap. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I thought I'd see all you guys <laughs> see all you guys uh, you know basket sitting there weaving. doing basket weaving or, or you know making throw pillows. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> making scarves as we knit. Yeah, right. Um but so one of the things that we established is saying, okay, if we have a bad day, here here's protocol, right? This is why we're in this group. So if you're having a bad day, before you walk into your house, you call me or you call the other guy in our group, right? Or all three of us talk, so however it is, right? So we talk with each other. We express how we're feeling. We do whatever fury, rage, unleashing type process that we need to do. But we express it with each other before we walk in so that we can process it in some way that by the time we walk into the house and we have to process it with our wives, 
that we're not dumping so much weight on them because it's twice as worse for them. Yeah, it's gr- that's true, and that's a great example of having a trusted party that you can talk to and help you process out loud and, and help you think through things, and someone who is okay and, in fact, says, hey, this is a healthy way for you to process a bad day. Right. I remember we went to a church one time when we first moved up here, and Anna was asked by someone, she thought very authentically asking how she was doing. And so she gave a very authentic answer. I'm not doing very well. Yeah. And this person, you know, physically backs away. It wasn't the kind of question she really wanted the answer to. You know, she was uh, like asking, how you doing as a how you doing? I don't really want to know how you're doing. Just tell me American, you're okay. Yeah, the American greeting, yeah. And we weren't from this culture, right? So we were from the Colorado culture where we were at in Colorado. So, yeah. It actually meant, you know, tell me what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we weren't used to Minnesota nice and we got that kind of figured straightened away and figured out. But finding somebody that you can just be open like you've got with your guys groups, I think a really important first step here. Yeah. Express it, acknowledge it. Shutting it down is not going to help. No. It's it's only going to leak out sideways. And I've learned that when something happens that I don't expect that I think, ooh, this is going to be a bad day, I've got to deal with it right away up front. And if I don't, I know it'll linger and yeah. it's just going to make the rest of the day worse. Yeah, right on. I think the point I, w- I wish we would have started with, and I didn't, I didn't even think about this, is before even expressing I guess I would recommend doing is prepare. So it's not like a bad day isn't going to hit you. I, mm-hmm. I think you can basically count on it just like you count on paying taxes every, you know, by April 16th. Talk or about whatever. a bad day. Yeah, right? April 15th. Yeah, 15th. Yeah, that's what it is. You, you can count on. But you pay ta- on the 16th, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm not saying live your life expecting a bad day, but I think it's important to at least be prepared so that you have something set up in your life that says, if and when I have a bad day, here's how I'm going to respond. That's great. While you're in a good mindset, while you're not emotionally distraught or broken or whatever it is, that you've created a game plan that's completely rational out of a good place so that when you have a bad day, you already have a game plan in mind and how you're going to respond. Like, I'm going to talk to my close friends that we do this with. I am not going to emotionally take it out on my wife or husband and say you know, screw you, don't talk to me, or whatever it is that you're, you know, like, just create something, just keep it simple, but create some idea of how to respond to it, because being prepared for a bad day can actually help your bad day more than almost anything I can think of, at least for me personally. Yeah, I think just setting the expectation that you are going to have a bad day, and that you know how you're going to handle it ahead of time, I think is really what you're saying there. Yes, that's really terrific advice. The other thing I think after you've done that and you've expressed what it is that's going on inside of you with your friends or in journaling or however it takes for you to try to just give weight to what's happened is to try to pin down what does that situation teach me. So in other words, what's the lesson that you can extract from that? And, And it might be a number of different things. It might just be in some situations where you can't control, you couldn't control the outcome. You got hit by a car t-boned right i mean and so that could be the beginning of a bad day right there you know when you get t-boned by a car well you know you say well what what is it that you can learn from that well you know you can learn that there are certain expectations that you have that like to be able to travel from point a to point b safely and efficiently and all the rest 
But you can't control all that. You right. don't control all the other drivers there. Right. So there's a certain amount of serendipity or sovereignty or helplessness or just humility that you have to have that in some ways we're all potential victims to bad things that can happen, and there's not much that you can do about it. But the question is, when that does happen, you know, what are some things that maybe you can learn from it? You know, right. this is the squeezing the lemon out of the lemonade thing <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Squeezing the lemonade out of the lemon? I don't know. You know, I, I think in some ways we, <laughs> we band-aid that. <laughs> I know. When life gives you lemons, hey, take lemonade. <laughs> give me a break. I'm having a bad day. <laughs> that was awesome, though. <laughs> well, you know, I think it's too easy to take some of those cultural sayings and, and make them all cutesy and all the rest because yeah. most often they're used to be dismissive. You know, like, like just move on, you know, learn what you can move on. And I'm not trying to say that. I'm trying to say that really there is some things that you can mine that have a deeper meaning than just move on from it, get over it Mm -hmm. and, and get past it. I mean, we all have to do that, but I think there's a recognition that when we have a bad day, it's usually something that we were forming as an expectation didn't come through and materialize the way we had hoped. I mean, when I got the news about my mom, for instance, I didn't expect it. It wasn't something I was thinking, Oh, you know, someday I'm going to get a phone call and, and I'm going to learn that my mom has cancer. You know, I didn't set that up. I didn't expect to back into a pole. I didn't expect a refrigerator to die. Yeah. This person who lost her job, didn't expect to lose her job. I mean, all that stuff you don't necessarily expect, but sometimes you have to just say, I am not God of the universe. Mm. I can't control everything. And so the world demands my respect in that way, that, that there is a place where I have to recognize things are going to happen to me. And the more I think I have control, the harder it's going to be for me to accept it when it's made clear that I don't have control. Right. I think this is the hardest thing for me to do during the bad day. I can't do it during the bad days, figure out what the lesson is. In yeah. It. Oh yeah. Because I'm, 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 well, I'm just, I'm teed off and then I, I don't care what the lesson is. Right. right. I, I, I want to punch something. And sure break something that's the express part yeah yeah i just i I just want to unleash my fury (laughs) somehow but the importance of this lesson thing is especially what i've learned from myself is there's been several several bad days that i've had that i've been the cause of the bad day the day was fine until i caused it to take a sharp left turn right and you know and i have my excuses from my ptsd and how i blah 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 but whatever right Mm -hmm. and i'm not trying to dismiss ptsd as if it's a small thing but i'm just saying i caused it and if i didn't take time to look at why i responded a certain way to create that left turn my history keeps repeating itself i keep doing it day after day after day after day but until i started getting therapy and started processing what ptsd is and how how it affects me and so on and so forth i wasn't able to look back at those situations and realize oh those people aren't at fault i blamed them and very logically built a case around why it's their fault but at the end of the day I am solely responsible for what happened oh, that day. I had that same thing happen to me just two weeks ago. I said something to one of the members of my family, and they didn't respond real well to it, and I found all kinds of reasons for them to be at blame for, you know, they're they're not handling it very well. And, sure, yeah. and it took me a bit to realize, no, it was actually my remark <laughs> that was the problem. And when it got pointed out to me, I didn't like that. I got defensive. <laughs> right. But then I found that just... Two hours later, I did the same thing again to a different person. And it's like, 
wait a minute, I'm not having a good day for how I'm controlling what I'm saying right. and what I'm doing. Yeah. And so it's exactly what you're talking about, you know, and it's like if you don't stop to think about what's happening and you take off the defensive nature to say, all right, what can I learn from this? You put on that, what can I learn from this? You're not going to see what I saw. I didn't like what I saw, but at least I know I wouldn't have seen it if I didn't ask that question, what can I learn from this? And right. I know I did that. Yeah, the worst part is you'll beat yourself up over it, but just don't. I know it's so stupid. That was like an anti-Nike commercial, but just learn from it, right? Well, that's it. I mean, that's the whole point of saying, what am I learning from it? Lesson, you know, yeah. It's back to that mindset sure. thing. You can either say, well, what did this teach me about how stupid I am? Or yeah. what does this show me that I've learned that I can get better at? Right. You know, it's just a whole frame. Yeah. Don't let it turn into negative self-talk. And honestly, even if you take it out on someone, I think you having that self-realization that you were actually responsible and actually re-engaging with that person and apologizing to him and saying, hey, I'm sorry that blankety blank happened and I said blankety blank that caused this negative yeah. situation. It's it's a very bonding moment yeah, between yeah, you and another person. Absolutely. The lesson can be a very positive thing. It oh, doesn't clearly. have to turn into, I'm a poo-poo head negative self-talk, right? <laughs> Not that I ever use those terminologies. <laughs> just, we are still going to have that negative self-talk episode and learn what Armin says about himself. And now we know poo-poo head <laughs> is one of those yeah, things. Yeah, cleaning and filtering, all right? It's <laughs> a G-rated show. <laughs> all right, so you've... You've set your plan in place. You've expressed. You've, you, you're taking in the lesson. The other thing that I like to do is to reframe. And or your um, wife. <laughs> my wife is masterful at this. I mean, I was telling you that, that the day after we went on daylight savings time, I got up at 720 except I was planning to get up at six o'clock and I right. usually, you know, hit the snooze a little bit. But the fact of the matter is I snoozed for like an hour and 20 minutes more than I wanted. Now it would have been six twenty in the earlier time, right? Sure. And the day before would have been six twenty, but it was seven twenty. And so I told Anna, I said, you know, I really hate this. I mean, I was already angry about it, you know, in the morning, I'm like, hour I'm, and a half I'm an hour and a half behind, you yeah. know? And, and, and her response to me was, well, don't look at it that way. Just look at yourself as, as saying you're an hour and a half more refreshed. <laughs> hey, you're going to get a lot more done today. That's and right. She is just amazing at reframing. And so when we have, a, we have something that goes wrong in our day, try to find the reframe for it that puts it in the positive. You can maybe reimagine that situation as not detracting from you, taking something from you, but maybe giving something to you. And if you think about it, like we were talking about before, what's the lesson I learned here? Then you can see whatever that situation is, is actually yeah. contributing to you to make you better off. And one thing I like to do when I have a bad day is basically ask the question, will I remember this day in a year from now? That's a great point. You know, because most of my bad days are like bad days in the moment. Sure, yeah. And if I think, you know, this isn't like one of those bad days that I'm going to put in my Christmas card <laughs> as yeah. summary of the year saying, hey, this was a bad day that happened to it. And, you know, things, you can always think about Job. <laughs> things could always be worse. And think about what are you grateful for, yeah. you know? Because no one deserves a good day every day. Right. So what are you grateful for? And I think the next point, because we kind of have to wrap this up, but this is a point I find to be very important to me personally because I'm terrible at this, is protect. Mm -hmm. And this means not just protecting yourself, which is the mindset we typically take, but protect the people that you love. So for example, when I have a bad day, the person that I'm going to take it out on is probably the person that I love most. Mm -hmm. It's probably going to be my wife, right? right? I right. come home, I've had a bad day. She can ask me something as simple as, hey, how are you doing? How's your day? 
and my response is not good or yeah. it's one liner yeah. but i'm gonna make her feel like crap because i'm having a crappy day right right it's and like that t-shirt says if mama's not happy nobody's nobody's happy, happy. <laughs> yeah which is which is fine but it's like come on I, i'm clocking into the house and creating the bad atmosphere and mm-hmm. i should do something different right? right like i don't need to make everyone else suffer because i'm suffering or having a bad day and it's something self-admittedly i am terrible at you know because yep. i i extrovert everything i don't know how to filter myself very well as you guys can tell from the poopoo head statement <laughs> well when we are able to do that express and learn and and we can reframe then we can protect not only the relationships but we can also protect the things that are important to us because it helps us get our mind back in why we're here what's our mission right and that kind of brings me to the last point i think that's really good in this whole process of how to create something better out of your bad day which is to redeem i mean we're here to do two things i mean we're here to create and we're here to redeem and when you redeem something you're freeing it from bondage Mm -hmm. and that is what a redemptive act is and so when you think about hey i've had a bad day this terrible thing has happened and it's really creating a mess for me what can i do to make things better how can i yeah. bring this about and it's a little bit about like what we talked about before with making the lemonade out of the lemons but i do think that there's an important work there that we put our heads to it we can grab a hold of it and make it happen right on well you did mention we were kind of running long on this episode so we probably should put up a challenge yeah so if you're having a bad day here's our challenge to you identify what your blocked goal was And by that, we mean typically when you have a bad day, just like Larry said earlier, it's because there was a goal that you had for that day that was blocked. So identify what was your block goal and ask yourself, how can I reframe it? Pull a uh, Larry's wife moment, Anna Anna Gates moment. Yeah. Yeah. And if you wonder what Anna might say to your bad day, leave a comment on our show line and just say, what would Anna say? This is what happened. And we'll make her answer. And we'll we'll have her respond uh, with a reframe. (laughs) And this might be a great thing to do. Uh, Just leave us a comment at reinventure.me slash 108. And I know as soon as my wife listens to this episode, she's going to say, you did what? And then then guess who's going to have a bad day? (laughs) She's still going to do it, though, because she's the most responsible person in the world. She'll feel obligated to it and give a wholehearted answer. Uh, I'm going to have to report back to how that goes. So, friends, take on the challenge here, the reframe challenge. Leave us a comment at reinventure.me slash 108. Let's see what Anna would do with it. <laughs> give Larry a bad day. <laughs> give me, and give me a bad day. So, that's all the time that we have. This is Larry Gates. And Armina Saudi. Saying so long. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Reinventure Me podcast with your hosts, Larry Gates and Armin Asadi. 